Hello and welcome to episode numero uno of the Get Real Gaming podcast, the show where we get real talking about the latest video game news uh, and releases. I'm Richard and with me is my next-gen co-host, Lawrence. Hello, Lawrence. Hi, hi. How are you doing? You're stumbling over your words there, aren't you? A little bit. I'm just so excited. Yeah, so, so excited. excited, and it's fine. I'd like to. I'd like to clarify if this is okay with you, Richard. I'd like to clarify to the viewers: this is the second time we've been doing this. It is, but that is only from <laughs> technical difficulties, and we it is yeah. That's just that's that's the that's what happens when you start a podcast. These things yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, we 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 we've, we've done a few creative. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative endeavors together. <laughs> Yeah, endeavors, voyages. <laughs> and be- before we introduce ourselves, yeah, let's get this out of the way. I'd like to um, give a big thank out to Sam and Chris on the Get Real podcast, yes. the Big Mama podcast. Yeah, so if you're into movies and TV shows, then us, uh, our big, big brother podcast, Get Real, uh, is the podcast for you. But most likely, you're listening to us from that podcast. So uh, thanks again to two of our best mates, Sam and Chris, for running that one. And we are your gaming side of things. So if you're into video games, video games, news, streaming, esports, VR, anything like that, um, we're the show for that. So, and we'll probably what have about, Sam and Chris on at some point. What about board games? <laughs> yeah, do, we, do we do board games as well? Because I like, I like I could, a bit of Monopoly. Yeah, we can do board games board as well. Games. Go on okay, then. cool. Yeah. Okay, so who are we? Uh, and I why like, should I you like... be listening to us talk about video games? Um, I don't know. Who, who, who are we? <laughs> Who actually are we? Uh, yeah, so me and Lawrence, we've both been playing video games since very young, like, you know, five or something. We've been, I think one of, one of my earliest memories is playing uh, Super Mario Brothers with my dad uh, on the SNES in his bedroom. And that's very nice. And he's had the Amiga, the Commodore. We've had the SNES, N64. We've had all, all of the Nintendo ones. We've had, you know, the GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U, the Switch. We've also had the Game Boys, Game Boy Color. We've had the DS, DS Lite, 3DS. I've had, a, we've, I've had loads of them. I've had loads of the Nintendo bunch. It, do, it do, doesn't uh, sound like you've had enough, personally. I, I mean, I had far more than enough to go around. There were two GameCubes in my, in my mum and dad's house at the time. One of them was mine, one of them was my, was my dad's. There was no multiplayer and, uh, other than locally. So there was no point other than the fact that I had my own one in my bedroom. So... <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, PlayStation-wise, I had a PS1, PS2. Um, my dad had a PS3. I have my own PS4. Uh, currently not looking at getting a PS5, but I know you are, Lawrence. You're thinking shall shall, shall I come back later while you list this all off? Shall I just... Yeah, yeah. I'll round shall I go make a brew? Yeah, okay, go on I'll, off you I'll, go. I'll, I'll so, yeah. Right, right, yeah. All right. Uh, in my house, when I was with my mum and dad, I also had Xbox Crystal. I had my own 360. Um, had my own Xbox One. Uh, yeah, so, and then I have a PC, so I have a 1070 Ti graphics card, that's my credentials anyway, so, that's me, I play video games, uh, what about you, Lawrence, have you made your brew yet? Yeah, I'm back, I've got my brew. Yeah, sorry, I was just... Got got myself a hobnob as well. Just keeping the audio waves warm while you were... Warm? Mm. Sounds like a bit of a cold war out there. So yes, very much so. (laughs) But before well. we segue into that, <laughs> maybe. Well, my Go credentials. On. Yeah. When I was when I was a young warthog, it's a whole oh different. Film. <laughs> um, I started out with the Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the age of four, and then mm. I got to PlayStation One, and a very cherished memory is Christmas Day, 
plugged in my PlayStation 1 and got my my backside completely destroyed by my father on Tekken 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not fun. Anyway. Um, Tekken was I, so good. It was really damn good. Um, I remember... Uh, I had a PC again uh, when it was just when there wasn't it didn't even have Windows on it. It had DOS. Um, oh my goodness! Had a load of games preloaded on it when I was like five or six. Um, yeah. And I just continued to, you know, gather, gather the consoles. You know, original Xbox, PlayStation Two, GameCube, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, Wii, Wii U. Um, I feel sorry for you Switch. about the Wii U, by the way. Uh, it's you fine. Spent money I, I, on that. I managed to find a way. Um, the only console I've not had, which is the one I've always wanted and I still do to this day, is the Nintendo 64. I've always wanted the Nintendo oh. 64. Um, but yes, I currently uh, i am a PlayStation 4 and PC uh, gamer, my, mainly PC. Um, I, I'm currently going through a build. Uh, yes, you are. Yes, I'm currently going through an upgrade. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting the new RTX 3070 uh, graphics yes. card. Um, as well as the new PS5 when it comes out. Yes, well, the PlayStation 5, I'm, I'm going to wait to get the PlayStation 5 like yourself. Mm. I've also discovered, because but... I just I just fitted my very first water cooler. It is the oh, yeah. uh, NZX Kraken. It is a mm-hmm. pain in the backside to do. Uh, what, that, what did you have it's, to... It's not, it not all one sealed. Was it not sealed? a sealed unit that you just yeah. stuck? That's it the was. issue. Why is that an issue? Because it's, cause it's all sealed. I yeah. couldn't control where the cables were going. So uh, I kind of had to bit... wrangle it and just shove it in mm. and screw it in. And you, my, me, me and the girlfriend had a very lovely time trying to get that uh, yeah. in. But it's in now. It works. It's good That's... though, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. It lights I love up. that. I have the same sort of water, like all in one kind of pre, pre uh, made, like the two loops that just go between a fan and the CPU. I think that's really yeah, nice. Yeah. I think that's a good I, way to do it. it if you're not yeah. the kind of person who wants to build your own loop. It's really yeah. nice. So uh, basically, uh, what we're saying, Lawrence, is in general. Well, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We've got two credentials here as well that we ne- neither of us have failed to mention. But what what have we forgotten to mention? Well, we've worked in game retail, and we've I, both I'm, worked there. I, yeah, I have a degree in game development, and and I know that you That's are you you're you're a coder in Unity. Yeah, I do a bit of Unity coding, and uh, it's really mainly just from my dad. My dad is a uh, game programmer as well, and he's mm-hmm. he's a lot of he's very uh, VR focused at the moment. So there's a lot of VR going on. He's very on the fringe of VR. So uh, speaking but, of VR, yeah, we've well, got VR headsets. What we're trying to say in general, though, is if you're listening to us ramble still, is that we love video games and we play video games across all spectrums. It doesn't matter what box five master race it comes in. We're happy. Uh, as long as the games are good, and so we is that no film? It, it Box is. Five Master Race. That's it, yeah. And so oh. yeah, so basically, um, we're going to be talking about games, gaming news, and, and games from all across the spectrum. So if you're just a fan of video games like us, you're probably going to enjoy listening to us ramble. So Lawrence, mm-hmm. so Lawrence, now that we now that we've told everyone our credentials, what yeah. have you been playing this week? Well, my latest addiction yeah. is a game that I was addicted to when it first came out. Okay. It was Persona 5 Royale on the PlayStation 4. That sounds complicated. Tell me more. Basically, Persona 5 uh, Royale is the enhanced edition of Persona 5 in the long, long line of Persona games. I wanted you to make this simpler for me to understand, but you haven't. So (laughs) It is a JRPG where it's a Japanese role-playing game 
where you play as a, a high school student that is a juvenile because uh, this nasty man decided to sue you when you try to stand up for a woman. And you basically, half of it is living your life in Tokyo, which is been modeled from actual Tokyo. So if like me, I've never been to Japan. It's really, really great. Mm -hmm. And the other half is uh, you have these monsters, which you can control and help you fight against uh, other monsters. And you go into other people's subconscious and uh, try and change their heart, as it were, which is changing someone's cognition. And it goes into very deep, like scientific stuff about mental health and and, and all that stuff. That. And every kind of confidant. It's like you, you got like the party is called confidants. Um, it kind of you, they've all got different side stories and stuff like that. And you learn from that as you go through the game. And you've got all these stats, social stats, and battle stats. And it, there's a lot, and it's very good. But it's not a new game, is it? It's quite. A... Well, no, because it's the enhanced edition of Persona 5, which right. came out for PlayStation 3 as well. Ah, that's um, how old it is. There you go. That's how old it is. Yeah. But it, it is, it is. I would class it as possibly one of, if not the best RPG of this era. Right. Excluding obvious releases in the next few weeks. Yeah. And what else have you been playing? Have you played anything else? <laughs> no, not really. No, no, not really. I can't think of anything. No. What about you? Nothing at all. Can't think of anything. No, 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 no. no. It's a bit chilly in here, actually. It is a bit chilly. Getting, some might say a bit frosty. Frosty? Getting frosty. Am I getting warmer? Nope. Not at all. Oh, no. No, I don't think so. And this is a terrible Eat way it. to tell people Eat. that we've been playing the Cold War beta. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Perfect segue, <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. We have been playing that. Yeah, we both have. Um... I've also been playing a bit of Rogue Company this week. Been checking that out. Rogue Company. Yes, I have heard of that. Yeah, it's a free-to-play third-person tactical shooter by High Res Studios. Um, it's it's actually really good. It's actually quite fun. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really oh. good. Uh, there's a lot of objective-based uh, game modes on some really nice maps, and uh, you basically the main kind of not gimmick, but like special mechanic, I guess, to this third-person shooter is that you can swap shoulders so you can look over from one shoulder and then your camera can move to the other shoulder and so looking around corners and things is quite it's quite interesting there's like a lot of like map uh based movement and, and camera switching that's good to learn and get into so i'm having fun with that um and hmm. then also uh what has been playing this week um honestly just i think the cold war bait has been this weekend's been it, the bigger... It has kind of dominated our, our kind of feed. Yeah. Oh, it? I've been playing Genshin Impact as well a bit this week. Oh, yeah. I remember you showing us that when we, yeah. when we were installing Cold War. Yeah. It is what Funny it is, enough. honestly. So, yeah, it's just kind of a bit... It's like It looks like Breath of the Wild, but it's a gacha game, which basically means it's a free-to-play game that wants to make you spend money mm-hmm. on like extra things like characters and stuff, and it requires at some point it gets really grindy to the point where you feel like you have to make a purchase. But I mean, I haven't, yeah. I haven't spent any money on it yet. Um, I don't think I actually will because I'm not that into it. But there's a, yeah. co- there's a co-op side of it. So you can go and do world bosses together and things. So it's kind of fun. That's, what, that's pretty cool. And of course, you know, we have our D&D campaign to look forward to as well. Oh, are we that, talking that, about board games as well now? This yeah, we've got to talk game. about board games. It's yeah. a game, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess so, yeah. What do we think about the Cold War beta? Well, it's pretty good, isn't it? 
I think it's pretty all right. It's not. It's not like I'm, it's not I'm perfect. It. There's no. It's not perfect. But what, what game is? No, there isn't. But um, it's been nice actually. We had a little bit of news uh, that obviously it'll be all over by the time you're listening to this. But um, yeah, the players. Uh, some players got emails, and there were some secret codes and stuff, and they extended the beta, didn't they? Because uh, some codes were worked out and stuff, and they said they okay, cracked the code. Crack the code, get more time on the beta, and that's quite nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's always nice when game companies do that kind of thing mm-hmm. and get the community involved. And you hated the health bars at first? Mm, when I first saw it, I hate the health bars and I like them. Don't judge me. Yeah. I can change my mind. I'm a human being. That's true. And we like most of the maps. Most of them. Some of them need a tweak. Yeah. Or five. Mm-hmm. But there you or go. 20. It's Call of Duty. And what do you expect? It's another I Call of Duty. boots on the ground gameplay. That's what I expect. Oh, baby, that's what you're going to get, son. Oh, and I'm excited, I'm excited to uh, try the zombies again. That's going to be fun. So. Yes. Yes. Because uh, I, I, uh, on popular opinion, I didn't like zombies ever. So I'm hoping this time it might change my mind. If anyone's going to do a good job on it, it's Treyarch. So I reckon they'll probably be have worked hard and listened to a lot of feedback, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say more because I think it's just one of those things we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on it. We actually could, probably, yeah. So. We could. It's true. Let's just ramble up. We're not going to, but we could do. No, because we've got other things to talk about, don't we, Lawrence? We do. Well, why don't we, we start talking about things. some other things? Let's go. Like what? Let's go straight into the second, the next section of the show. Yeah. The news roundup. News round? News round. <laughs> no one talk about news round. <laughs> I need a suit now. Oh, no. Okay, so Lawrence, what is hang the on, first on, thing on the news? Get me suit on. Hang on. What are you get doing? What are you doing? Get me suit. Get me suit. Oh my god. Okay, I'm back. Let's go. What's the first thing we're talking about today, Lawrence, in the news? Apparently, Bethesda. You know Bethesda. Right? I do know Bethesda. Yeah. And you know Microsoft. I'm, I'm aware of Microsoft. And you know that Microsoft bought Bethesda. Yeah. Well, how much did they spend on Bethesda? They spent seven point five billion. Oh my god! Can I tell you something to get about Bethesda. that? I was watching what? another video on this the other day, and the YouTuber called the Ackman very graciously pointed out that that is more money than George Lucas sold Star Wars for. That is as well, isn't it? It oh is. Oh my god! George Lucas spent four billion, four point oh five billion on. Uh, does he spend that on Star Wars? And, uh, and does he regret it? Probably. Well, yeah, probably. And now this mm. is even bigger than that. So, so any news about this going forward is kind of a big deal. And according. To Mr. Phil Spencer. Oh, yeah. You know Mr. Phil Spencer. You know yeah, Phil Spencer. He's, 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 really, he's a really nice guy. Xbox, isn't he? He's head of Xbox. He says, Microsoft doesn't have to ship any Bethesda game to PlayStation to make back all the money they spent on the deal. So does that mean he's saying they're going to make enough money anyway? Or is he saying that we might not honor PlayStation deals going forward? I believe that they have said they're going to honor any existing PlayStation deals. Mm. after that we don't know um i imagine they still will but they can recoup all 7.5 billion just for selling on like xbox and pc that is kind of crazy but also i believe it because i have actually yeah. been playing elder scrolls online a little bit and so they've just had a really they big did, event you didn't mention that in what you've been playing this week well i oh. just forgot because if i if oh. I'd mentioned everything and i've also said oh yeah well you know i also played two-point hospital on the Switch, and I've been playing 
matching to mansion on my phone. I don't know. I wasn't going to list off everything I've been playing, Lawrence. That was the whole point of that segment. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just forgot. Honestly, there's just oh, so much going on. No. Oh, what a week. Anyway, so yeah, I can definitely see them <laughs> recouping all of that money without needing extra Especially videos. on like PC. Because I mean, Bethesda games are massive on PC. Yeah, they're massive everywhere. I literally don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, but even think about this. That includes like Elder Scrolls Blades on the phone, if anybody even plays that. But there's like, no they're in the mobile anymore. market as well, even at this point. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so they're in every single market possible and they have deals with PlayStation. So, you know, it's one of those things. The question is, do, do they have deals with PlayStation on like, say, Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield? And if they don't, does that mean they won't? Like, or will it be time released to Xbox? Give PlayStation a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's very interesting that he's that that Phil Spencer has made it a point to make that comment. You know, mm-hmm. specifically, that's what makes it interesting. Is that he's actually yes. gone out and said it instead of just cause he didn't need to say anything about it. He'd already made a statement saying, you know, oh, we're going to honor our current PlayStation deals. He didn't have to go any further with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very interesting. But he did. Yeah, he did. Puts Xbox back in the driving seat. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Xbox need, they need a little bit of help at the moment, I think, in terms of games and stuff. I mean, when we're talking about game studios as a whole, Microsoft have the power of studios right now. You know, oh, that's, I mean, that's what they've been they, working appa- towards, I think, really, more than... Apparently, they keep buying, like, they're going to keep buying studios and more and more studios. But we'll we'll cover that in a later, later pod. No, we'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Let's move on to our second Maybe. news story of the day, Lawrence. Uh, this yeah. is one that, is that? that you're the most interested in. I'll let you take, I am. take lead on this Ooh. one. Oh, it's me again. Yeah, it is, because yeah. this is the one that you're, you really like. <laughs> so, apparently... Mm-hmm. You know Watch Dogs? I mean, it, yes, I do know Watch Dogs. You know, you know Ubisoft? Uh, unfortunately, I do know Ubisoft. Yeah, we know. Yeah, it's unfortunate. People that don't know, Watch Dogs is a game where you hack stuff in the, in the world, and it's like kind of like GTA with a hacking kind of motif. I actually bought the season pass for Watch Dogs and then never actually played oh, it after, so that was dearie, a big waste of money. Me. <laughs> it was a big waste of money. Oh, uh, it's because I was working well, I mean, a game at the time and I was trying to help him hit the numbers and, you know. So just... Well, I mean, I'm getting the Uplay Plus to play all the new Ubisoft stuff, so that's really handy. Yeah. Um, the new game, Watch Dogs Legion, is about to drop in a f- two weeks-ish. Wow. And apparently... The game that's about hacking has been hacked by actual hackers. <laughs> Excuse me? You heard. Did I stutter? I did you not. You did not. <laughs> so apparently, there is a ransomware gang going by Egregor that threatened to leak the source code <laughs> of Watch Dogs Legion. That is so typical. Right? That is so it's typical. Like, a game about hacking gets hacked. You just can't. It's just, it's, it's, it's just you can't. It's, you can't it's help. It's too it. ironic. It is. Really. I can't. I can't. It Did they say how head. much they are holding it for ransom for? Uh, I don't believe they did. Mm. I mean, I, I, I imagine it's private negotiations between Ubisoft and this hacker group. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that's it. There we go. Watchdogs. That, that's, that's it. If a game was to get hacked, it it had to be that one. Right. Brilliant. But, Watch you know, this space. We might have more news. Yes, we might have to report on that later. Moving, moving on. I think. Yeah. Unless you want to. No, no, it? no. Let's move on. Let's get straight sure? onto the next one. No, that's perfect. Well, I know. I know this one is more you. I think. I think this one is more. more I think your so. news. Segment. I mean, I can understand why you'd say that. So, 
Um, yeah, this is news about the uh, Oculus Quest 2. Um, I like Oculus. Yeah, I mean, the Quest 2 uh, is the sequel to the Quest 1, the first Quest. Um, is it? Yeah. Could you believe that? I never knew that. No, no. I couldn't. <laughs> and my, my, dad's, uh, my dad's got both the first Quest and the second Quest because he's kind of a bit on, you know, like I said, he's, he's on the fringe with VR stuff. He loves all the new tech. Um, so, and he says it's it's amazing. He thinks, you know, it's lighter, more responsive. It's uh, visually more impressive, I think. So whatever it is that they'd be doing, they'd be doing a good job. It's almost the... as if he didn't expect it to be better than the Quest one. No, well, exactly. Well, you see, then we run into a couple of issues here. We have a news article from Eurogamer oh. talking about how uh, the Facebook accounts are required to mm-hmm. log into the Oculus Quest 2 because, as you know, Lawrence... Uh, Oculus mm. is owned by Facebook, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people out there who play VR, Lawrence, who don't have Facebook because you don't have to have Facebook to be alive in the world in 2020 this year. You don't have to be on Facebook to live a, a life. You know, it's true. It's very. I can I can attest to that. You don't need Facebook to live. You don't it's confirmed. No. So, so there's people out there who have. Um, who have not got Facebook accounts, who bought Quest 2, who got told then that they have to have a Facebook account in order to play. So they go, okay, well, you know what? Fine, I'll make a Facebook account. So they go and make a Facebook account. And these days you need like all real personal information and you need photo ID apparently to get a Facebook account. And um, and yeah, there's people who are setting up new accounts. And then, you know, within 24 hours, those brand new accounts are getting blocked and banned off Facebook completely either for verification reasons or something. And uh, because their oh. Quest 2 is linked to it, um, yeah, they can no longer use their Quest 2. So they've just bought a brand new Quest 2, made a brand new Facebook account, and all of a sudden, they can't use it. It's dead. It's that, a brick. That seems very, it seems very shady. Is there anything that Facebook is doing to kind of rectify the situation? They did. Facebook have said that they are working, you know, customer support. If you have an issue, you can contact them, and they uh-huh. will kind of go through and try and resolve the issues. But I don't. I think, as far as I'm aware, not everybody is getting help. Is not able to be helped. So some people, even though a lot of people are getting it fixed at the at this point in time, as of recording, it seems like some people are still locked out and they can't get help. Right. So ah, it's such a messy situation to be in. But you need it sounds to. It, yeah. I mean, I understand that you know Facebook. You know, yeah. The, I don't think the quest would be the same without their money and their research and the, and whatever they put into Oculus. But, mm-hmm. but to really lock people out for the sake of having to make an account on their platform, it's it, the two different businesses, the two different companies, you know? And so yeah, it just seems... It, it, should, it shouldn't be used to kind of, as a friends list kind of thing. I, I, I don't think that's very fair on the user. It's not very user-friendly. No, no I don't mm. think it is at all. So the Quest 2 is good. The account situation is bad. We'll keep you updated if anything else comes up about that. Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on, Lawrence. You yes. are going to enjoy oh, this one. Me again. Oh, this one is you. Well, yeah. It's good. That. Uh-uh. You, you and I both are very good fans of Final Fantasy, even though you are not play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Shame on you. Yeah. The online, well, the second online Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh-huh. Uh, they have added a new patch, which has added a new area called the Bojan Southern Front. As you and I both know, there's these things in Final Fantasy called chocobos, which are basically oversized chickens. Yeah, big chickens that you can ride. Yeah, and they come in, generally they're, they're like yellow chickens. Yes. Now, this area 
has spawned red chocobo. Oh. Yeah. That's news in itself, really. For Final right. Fantasy fans, anybody who's a Final Fantasy fan is going to be like, what the hell do you mean a red chocobo? Anybody else doesn't mean anything. They're just like, well, nope. you know, maybe maybe one just was red one day. They're evolving. So, according to the this article on PC Gamer, the patch also added a new system called Critical Engagements, which lets players queue up for battles where they fight on the behalf of the of the in-game Bozjan resistance. Mm-hmm. Some of those battles are pitting against pitting players against a new chocobo called Red Comet. Red Comet. <laughs> Just the Comet the chocobo. Yeah, you have to fight a chocobo. Oh god! And apparently, it's wrecking players. It's oh. killing players enough that there's dozens of memes. <laughs> People are getting wiped by red comments. Like this, Uh-oh. this, this is like a group of. Let me, let me just count. Let me count the players here. Hang on. Eight players are getting annihilated by this damn chocobo. Oh my god! And the memes are out of control already. By the look of it, really? Oh yeah. Like there's Monty Python memes. There's all sorts of memes that left, right, and center. It's not great. It's it's. You could say. The chicken has left the, re- the 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 nest there yep. and become a monster. Yeah, it's the Zelda chickens all over again. So if you are a Final Fantasy fourteen player, uh, please let us know whether or not you are getting slayed by this red chocobo. That would be quite. Should we set up a hotline for them? Yeah, we uh, I feel like we need to set up a hotline. Maybe we should set up a cold line for them. A cold line, you say? <laughs> I think we should set up a next gen hotline. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Let's. Right? I think, like, this segue is not working, is it? No. That's all the news. That's all the news for today. So now we're going to move on to our main topic. And our main topic today, Lawrence, is the next generation showdown. showdown. Next gen showdown. So yeah. what, are, what are we talking about today, Lawrence? The next gen showdown? We're going to be going through. The list yeah. of, of games that are going to be coming out Ooh. on the next-gen systems on launch and discuss whether we think Sony or Microsoft have got better lineups. Is that right? Okay. I believe so. All right. It says so in script, so I assume so. Yeah, that's right. So do we want to start okay. on the PlayStation side? Should we have a look through? Because, I mean, oh, really, okay. we should be looking at what's the same to start with. And I just want to get well, this out of the way first. I don't know about you, but I don't consider games that are already out launch titles for the next-gen systems. They can just... There's just so many people who are just like, ooh, Fortnite's on the the launch title list for play... Forget Fortnite. It's, it's, it's not a launch title. It's out. It's been out for years. It's not launching with the system, so it's not a launch title. Sorry, I ran over. That's... There's, there's quite a few <laughs> no, of those, right. though. Keep in going, this list, keep going. In this list, right, we've got Marvel's yes. Avengers on uh, Xbox, on the launch titles, and also and Marvel's Avengers yeah. on the PlayStation side. Well, they're not yeah. launch titles. They've been out. It's been out for, like, God knows how long. It's dying. It came out It came out in August. No one's playing it, and no one will still be playing it when it comes out. On oh, Actually, no, they're not launch titles. This is a, from, a, from a, um, an article I read. They've been delayed. So cross them out. They're not even on it. They're not even in the launch. That is ridiculous. Anyway, and um, breathe. Ah, ah. Well, that's so, okay. So yes. So we're not we're not counting anything that is coming out either before, the, like before the console launch. 
Well, so, like, say, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla here on both consoles, but they're, they're coming out in another... Actually, no, they are launch titles. It's coming out on the same um, same day. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I th- I believe that we should we should mention them because it's obviously we need to know what games are coming out on those consoles. Yes, of course. But, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when we're talking about games that are launching with the console, it's a different list, you know? Like, yeah, um, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, generally, games that launch with the console should kind of be like the benchmark for the console. Yeah. You know, whenever there's a new console, there's always the same, like, games coming out. Yeah. You know, we'll always see Call of Duty with the new console. We'll always see, like, we'll see a racing FIFA. game. We'll always see FIFA. And NFL and an NBA and yeah. all that. Yeah. So, and I, and I honestly think last time this we were talking about the Xbox, it was like Watch Dogs was even coming out. It was even like a launch title or something. Is that right? Was Watch, Watch Dogs I, a launch I, I title? I believe so. I can't actually remember. My memory's kind of foggy. I think it was launch window. I'm, maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I just feel like we've seen, we see Watch Dogs a lot around the time of next so, gen. So it seems that the actual, like, Ubisoft like console release this time around is Assassin's Creed with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. But should we should we list them off? Should we list them off so everyone can see what we're what we're seeing? Yeah, okay. Let's let's give them let's give them the list. Uh, so there are games here that also <laughs> I mean, again, we're talking about launch titles, but there aren't really I mean, are there there's only like a very small handful of games that are only mm-hmm. coming out exclusively on launch with these new consoles. Like we're talking about, you know, Miles Morales, the Spider-Man stuff on PlayStation Five, um, yeah. is that even coming out on PlayStation Four? That that um, I believe it is. I believe it is on PlayStation Four as well. So it's not even. You know what I mean? Well, 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 well hang on. Let, let's list off what's on the PlayStation first, and then we'll discuss it. Okay. So for the PlayStation, PlayStation, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yeah, uh, Astro's Playroom, which isn't really a game. Let's face it. Uh, Book Snacks. Uh, Cold Duty, Black Ops Cold War, Demon Souls, Destruction All Stars, Dev May Cry Five Special Edition, Dirt Five, FIFA, Immortals, uh, Jet the Far Shore, Godfall, Madden, Marvel Avengers. Uh, oh no, not Marvel Avengers. I uh, apologize. Um, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, NBA Two K Twenty One, Outriders, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, WRC Nine, and Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, it seems like a big list, doesn't it? It does seem like a big list. It's not a big list when you actually take out all the dupes. Yeah. And all of the um the upgrade ones that are like, oh yeah, you can buy it now yeah. and then you get a you get a free upgrade. Which costs so more take... money, by the way. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's 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 a disgrace. You have to buy the game at a higher price because you expect mm-hmm. to be getting the next gen console and want smart delivery or whatever they're calling it. On oh, uh... buy it at a high price. Yeah. Stranger. But I think it's just so confusing to understand what games are actually exclusive and actually new now. Mm-hmm. So like, kind of taking out all the dupes and stuff like that, I think it's Bug Snacks, Demon Souls, yeah. Devil May Cry 5, uh, Godfall, yeah. uh, Sackboy, mm-hmm. and obviously Astro's Playroom, so that's six. Yeah. And not even Ratchet and Clank is coming out on the launch title, and that was like the main centerpiece of the PlayStation reveal. It's not coming out on launch? It's not coming out on launch, no. Um, I mean, there's Miles Morales, but that's also coming out for PlayStation 4. In fact, yeah. I think all of them is coming out for the PlayStation 4 as well. Yeah. And then what is... Well, I'm, not, I'm not too sure on that. Don't, and then what do we have uh, 
on the Xbox side of things? So on the Xbox side of things, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, oh, Call wow. of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Shock. Right? I know. Who knew? Call of the Sea, Crossfire X, The Falconeer, FIFA 21, Gears Tactics, which I'm pretty sure came out like a few months ago, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Madden, uh, The Medium, NBA 2K21, Tetris Effect, uh, Outriders, Second Extinction, Watch Dogs, WRC9, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Uh, I, I'm already seeing. Yeah, I'm already seeing the lineup for the Xbox has got more exclusives, as it were. Is that true? Launch titles. Launch more I mean, launch exclusives. Call of the Sea, Crossfire X, Falconer, Gears, technically, but yeah. uh, the Medium, Tetris Effect is on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, but I might take that one out because it's a VR. Right. Uh, Second Extinction, I think, is just on Xbox. Uh, yeah. Yakuza as well is technically time next gen exclusive. So you look at a, probably one or two more, not many, but one or two more, uh, you know, launch titles. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting because as far as like the social commentary is going, it's that people are very much on the, on the side of PlayStation also has more going for it. But, but really when you look at the the numbers and stuff, it seems mm-hmm. more like the Xbox has got technically more. Whether or not those I mean, games are, are better or not, then I don't know. The but. one big thing the Xbox has, which PlayStation has tried to do, PlayStation's kind of brought out the PlayStation co- uh, the PS collection, yeah. which is all the best like PlayStation Four games on play- PlayStation Plus included with that like online service. The Xbox has got Game Pass, which has been going for the net last few months and is infinitely better yeah. than what the PlayStation Five is. is giving and they're also going to be moving into they're also going to have ea play as well aren't they? yeah ea play so you got all the ea games as well yeah so it's more value for money and it's more consumer friendly than playstation mm. like what games do we think from the next gen kind of launch window shall we go with look like the best ones on both sides of the fence because um mm. it's difficult to see from all of this confusion of upgrading games cross generation games you know cross platform cross gen like which console has the better like this is a showdown like who's it got the better games maybe xbox might have a couple of more from the list looking at it but are they better like what games are going to really take the cake here for the people looking to buy an action console think, i think out, out of the two because i've seen a bit of godfall i wasn't impressed with it um book snacks looks amazing um but i think the medium on the Xbox side, the way that it, it like runs two separate levels at the same time, which you can switch in at any time with no lag or loading or latency issue, that definitely feels a lot more next gen than any of like the the, the launch exclusives, as it were, for for the for the PlayStation. Is and, it? You know, I'm buying a PlayStation Five, so you know. I, I, is this when we're talking about that? Is that? A hard the hardware of the xbox or is that the game uh i i, I think it I, th- I think it is more the game rather than well, i don't know because I, I imagine that it could be u- utilizing the hardware yeah because they, this hardware is similar we've uh, seen uh sides. we've seen with the xbox people running like um like i saw a call of duty youtuber who mm. was testing on the backwards compatibility he was loading up every call of duty one by one on backwards compatibility going into zombies and then just quick tabbing to the next game and the next game. And it was like a second or two or something between 
just swapping really? games. And he could have like 12 games running at once all in the background <clears> that he was just swapping between them whenever whichever one he was fancying. And it would That's it would bad. instantly just jump to exactly where he was. Yeah, so I mean, the, on the Xbox, the, it's hardware-wise. That's just yeah. insane. I mean, I mean we, we, we've looked, we've seen the Xbox hardware like with our own two peepers. The issue with the PlayStation is we haven't yeah. kind of seen it in that environment like sony's playing it very close to the chest yeah and we've seen and the, we've seen the, the user interface of, haven't we yeah and i'm not impressed by it but it you know, uh, it looks a bit messy i think well not messy but like like you've got all the, all of the top anything you want to interact interact with specifically to do with the games or the store or your profile or things like that are the smallest mm-hmm. parts of the user interface on the home screen and they're like kept at the very top of the of the screen and then you've mm-hmm. got like a much bigger block of stuff to interact with that catches your eye more. All at the bottom related to the store itself and other things. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's as user friendly. I guess. Yeah, I mean, looking at the lineup, the actual, you know, the the kind the, the playing on the nostalgia. You've got the Devil May Cry Five. You've got the Demon Souls. You know, you, you've got all your old games being able to be ported onto PlayStation Five. Thing is, the Xbox is doing the exact same thing, so that doesn't really give them a, the unique selling point they need. No, I mean Xbox is also getting Devil May Cry, by the way. Yeah, so is, is it on the? Yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's not launched launching with it, is it? Is it exclusive with Devil May Cry? It's it's. Uh, I don't know if it's launching exactly on the same day, but it's all it's not a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's just it doesn't seem like the. Considering their actual event when they reveal the reveal of PlayStation Five, I don't think that PlayStation have that punch, you know that that smash hit game that's gonna show off the console. Like like Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank would have been the perfect game yeah. to show off the console. Yeah. Well, Xbox has you know the first you know, the, the first party games coming out like Crossfire, for example, um, the Medium as well. That, they look fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think they have been playing heavily on the Miles Morales. That's their biggest show yeah. for, like, the Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's their biggest, like, hey, PlayStation, look at how cool we are. We got Spider-Man, and look how good he looks. And, I mean, yeah, he looks amazing. So that's probably the, their biggest. I mean, I mean I've, I've played the original Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. It, Miles Morales looks good, but there's not that much of a leap. Right, I mean, it's Spider-Man, so you expect the leaps to be pretty far. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he, he can he can leap pretty far, but in yeah. this case, he's kind of stumbled and fallen short. Oh my goodness, that is terrible! But I've got to tell you, right? I would probably much rather be playing Spider-Man than Tetris Effect. Oh, Quite, yeah, I mean, you know, Tetris. The thing is, Tetris Effect came out on the on on VR like last year. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, what's that doing here? Again, we get yeah, we're getting back into that. We're getting back into the you know, there are a lot of games that are just like ultimate editions, a lot of upgrading games, and it's hard to even pick out the exclusive stuff. I think we're yeah. getting it's less about fighting over exclusives now, and more about like more fighting over the potential of what's to come. And I think Xbox yeah. really have a lot of that in their favor because they have um game pass and because they have like i mean halo's been pulled back man and like it's yeah and rightly so to be perfectly honest yeah rightly so yeah definitely but you know if they shape that up i mean halo is on like 
the box for the new Xbox. When people were doing mm-hmm. the unboxings of the new Series X, you know, the marketing was Halo. And, you know, Power Your Dreams was like the quote that they were like really showing off and displaying. And I think that yeah. that says a lot about, I mean, that was probably already, already, you know, set in stone and, you know, accepted and put into print way it, before Halo was delayed. But, yeah. but the fact that they are continuing, like that, you know, Halo, the word, the way that they talk about Halo and anything to do with the Xbox and their marketing just shows that if they can sort that out, that's going to be huge, a huge push for them when that comes around. And they've got Game Pass and EA Play in the meantime. And mm-hmm. I think PlayStation, they've just got good games that are coming out, but you're not really buying yeah. it that much. Yeah. People still buy PlayStation for the exclusives, but it's becoming less and less because l- games are becoming less exclusive. Just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the like li- a lot of games are coming to PC. Like Horizon Zero Dawn for PlayStation 4 is now on PC. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is PC. Obviously, Destiny mm-hmm. is. Man Eater. Uh, Cyberpunk. Call of Duty always has been cross-platform. Um, mm-hmm. You know all of the all the sports games. They're not exclusive to anything. Yeah. Watch Dogs, I mean, I like you I, said, is also not exclusive to anybody. I think what we've got to take into consideration here is the fact that a lot of their launch, like PlayStation and Xbox's launch titles, have been pushed back because of either obviously the the, the current pandemic happening or the you know whatever technical reason or development reason they've been all pushed back. So like. Um, Arkane Studios Death Loop was meant to be coming out on the PlayStation Five, like, yeah, straight off. Like, um, Vampire the Masquerade: Bloodlines Two was also meant to be coming out. Um, for both of them, we've got Cyberpunk, so it's literally a week. Like, Cyberpunk comes out a week after all those launches. Mm. So, do we technically count that as a launch title because it's in the launch window, or do we? I would consider it, it a, a launch window title. I think that it sits. Mm. It's not like. An exclusive, but it is coming out at the same time as the. Yeah, I would consider it, you know, launch window. It's not a launch game, but it's a launch window. And and, and another thing that we we had was um, when the PlayStation Five, you know, revealed the Unreal Engine Five. That looked amazing. Mm. And we saw the Xbox, and that was competing for graphics, and the PC was being laid to the to the side. And then Nvidia and AMD popped up and just absolutely smashed both consoles out of the park. Yeah, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's we're, we're at this stage where it's like, do we get a PlayStation Five now, or do I get a PlayStation Five later, or do I get an Xbox now, or do I get an Xbox later when the games I want to play come out? Yeah, you won't even be getting a PlayStation for Cyberpunk because you'll be getting it on PC. But yeah. um, you know, I'm looking at currently like exclusives that are on launch for PlayStation, for instance. And when we're really talking about what games people are actually really interested in playing on launch that are exclusive to PlayStation, I can see Demon's Souls. I can see the Miles Morales. I can yeah. see, uh, I don't, I really don't think Sackboy. I don't think anybody's buying a PlayStation for Sackboy. Yeah, I, I that's don't think it. buying for Sackboy. That's, that's, but the thing is, like, the, those three things are built on nostalgia. The original Demon Souls, Little mm. Big Planet. Spider-Man from PlayStation 4, they're yep. built off nostalgia and it doesn't go far. Mm-hmm. And that's those that's literally like those two, three games, those are launch title exclusives for PlayStation that I would consider be the only ones that anyone would be interested in. Because now Ratchet yeah. and Clank is launch window, it's not launch. 
um, anything else is 2021 or still to be announced. So, um, and or like we were saying earlier, um, not exclusive. So, yeah. uh, looking at the Xbox side of things now, you see they have a lot of smart delivery games that are kind of like if you purchase it on the Xbox One, you can play it on the Series X at no additional cost. So they're not yeah. really charging you extra. Uh, but whether the smart delivery versions of those games are actually more expensive, slightly, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, the the the, plays, the PlayStation is doing very something very similar. Where it's just taking your old games, your PlayStation Four games, and just importing them over. Yeah. Um, so that 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 kind of USP, that unique selling point, isn't really viable to either console anymore because they're both doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, now I'm looking for things that are. Xbox exclusive that are happening on launch, and yeah, currently I'm struggling to even find find on this list things that are super exclusive. Tetris Effect. I don't see anybody buying an Xbox for Tetris Effect. Call of the Sea, Crossfire X, um, the Falconer, and the Medium are all exclusives. It seems, but the thing is, for the Xbox, their exclusives also include PC. Mm. So are they actually yeah. exclusives, or I mean, this is, this is the thing. Do we have do we have to include that with it it's so difficult to with microsoft it, it especially is very difficult you know but, but we are trying to make a distinction between the playstation and the xbox here so maybe we should yeah. just consider them still like launched well, or, or exclusive for xbox because they're not on playstation yeah they're, they're exclusive to microsoft which is on, on xbox on microsoft so yeah they'll, they'll be exclusive to, to, to the xbox so that means we have like four exclusives up against what no, not, four, five? yeah, it's literally the quality of those exclusives matter, obviously. But, um, well, book, book, book snacks is not an exclusive because it's coming out on PC, so mm. that, that's out the window. It's difficult, I it's a tough one, Lawrence. It is very difficult, but I mean, like, Sackboy that I thought was just PlayStation 5 is also PlayStation 4. <laughs> so it's not even exclusive to PlayStation 5. It's not even exclusive to PlayStation. Well, same with same with Miles Morales. That's, Call me a... Miles Morales is coming up for PlayStation 4 as well. Yeah. Oh, it's just I mean, how do you even how do we have a showdown like this, Larry? What what do you what I do mean, people what do people think is more important? Do they think that, you know, though do people consider exclusives even important anymore? There's so little exclusives that it's almost not yeah. even yeah, there's no point. There's yeah. no point listening to it. I, I, th- I think what's now important is where your mate's going, number one, and number two, brand loyalty. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are already on PlayStation will just be on just be on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. they won't be even, they won't even be bothering. And the thing is, if like, for, I think Xbox people are for more either moving the PC, because I know, you know we've been talking to Sam about moving over the PC, um, or if you're buying the Xbox, it's generally you're a console like user. You you kind of prefer having it as more in your living room as a media station kind of thing, and you, you know you just want to at the end of the day sit on the sofa, get your Xbox controller, and play that. So again, it's more brand loyalty to mm. the Xbox. I think it, I think that brand loyalty does come into uh, play because there's also the backwards compa- compatibility. Yes, and I think if you've got a big library of backwards compatibility stuff, or especially if you've got like uh, you know the Game Pass. And that is, mm-hmm. that's a lot of backwards compatibility. And, you know, there's a lot of game service still up for classic games. You might still be wanting to play online. and Yeah. but I mean, one, one, one of the defining features for me, especially as a, as a consumer, for the PlayStation, is the controller. Mm. It's the tech and the controller where they said that the triggers would act as if, like, say you're playing FIFA, you'd feel the vibration as if you were running. Or if you're shooting something in Call of Duty, it would the trigger would lock, so it's actually like a like a handgun trigger. 
And that to me is interesting because it's like, how does that work? How do they define that? Like, how real does that make it feel? Talking about the um, the controllers, people have been doing hands-ons. Yeah. The Xbox controller mm. doesn't even seem that much different. I don't think it is. No. I don't think it is. <laughs> oh, we'll just slap the same one in the box, boys. Yeah, it works, lads. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It ain't broke. It's not broken. Don't, you know, don't fix it. They could have thrown an Elite one in for everyone to get into yeah. the Xbox. That would have been nice. I think I think that would have definitely upped their sales. But PlayStation are like, to me, if you're going to get a PlayStation, don't get it launched. Get it later on. The Xbox, if you really love Xbox, get a PC. Or if you've got mates in there, stay on Xbox. <laughs> So what you're saying, Lawrence, is nobody wins the console showdown. Bugger off and buy a PC. And just... <laughs> PC wins the showdown, as per usual. <laughs> PC master race. PC master race. <laughs> Screw all you console gamers. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Console peasants. <laughs> Piss off. No, I, uh, I honestly think nah. um, I honestly think it's not exclusives that we should be talking about. I think it's just the the, the services and what's to come and yeah, what what we can I mean, expect in the future, really from from each console. It is, it's definitely kind of buying it for the future. But when you look when you compare the two, the Xbox has got the Game Pass, which is fantastic, absolutely fantastic, yeah, and EA real. Play on top of that. So you get more games for your buck. But the PlayStation has you know a different controller technology, which is you know, interesting. Mm. They've got the PlayStation Plus collection, which gives you all the other, like the, the, the top first party games for a low, low price. And I no about, no doubt that's their answer to the game pass. Yeah. Of so course it's it, yeah. kind of like the only really two defining features of each console. And it's kind of how, like, what is your situation to go into one of these consoles? If you're into like the exclusivity stuff, or at least the timed exclusivity stuff, I would say go for the PlayStation. Whilst with the Xbox, if you want, you know, if you want something where you can play a lot of games in your living room, you know, old games and, you know, the the the, the new titles ported over from PlayStation, I would say, you know, go for the Xbox. That's just me personally. The controller technology stuff in the PlayStation sounds really good, but I hate the position of the thumb of the thumbsticks. I kind of always have. Yeah. Um not yeah. just because I was used to playing an Xbox, but because when I'm I, honestly, I'm, when I'm playing PlayStation Four, it my thumbs hurt after a while because of, the, of where the positions are. It just has yeah. never been a comfy position for me to be putting my thumbs on those, mm-hmm. um, and and because they're sticking with that sort of design, even though it looks a bit more ergonomic and grippy and stuff, you know, it's really the stretch that the both thumbs have to take on that yeah. um, that becomes a bit difficult for me. So also. Yeah. How big is the PS5? It's huge. I was literally about to just bring that up. The size <laughs> of the console. Oh my God, you can land like, a plane on it. It's the same size as my PC tower. Is, like In terms of height, it's mad. That is actually kind of insane. And I mean, they obviously put it on purpose, but I just it's just so out there, the design and stuff. What are they compensating for? Well, for the heat, for the noise. The last one I mean, made. There, there, is, there is no noise in the PlayStation 5. Well, like, they've really taken it seriously. Well, considering that this one looks like something you could land a plane on, the last PlayStation sounded like sounded the, like the, the plane. If you put them on, from. if you put them on at the same time, you could do a whole like Foley sound of an airplane you taking could. off. You literally could just become a Foley engineer. Just, yeah. just, oh my God. The amount of... Say, yeah. Saying that though, the Xbox's box 
looks like my PC case in terms of the black just square. Yeah. Although they are they are slowly going back to PC towers. But it is PC more discreet though as a design. If you look yeah, for so. discreet, yeah. then it might be more your thing. As long as you don't get drunk and mistake it for a mini fridge. Yeah, you should be alright. <laughs> you can't open it. So <laughs> But what games are you looking forward to to playing next gen as well? Because this is the other thing as well. It's not just it isn't just kind of um the games themselves, but it's also yeah. the console's ability to power these new games, right? You've also got to be yeah. spending money on, like, if you don't have a 4K screen or you don't have, like, a high refresh rate screen and you want to be playing at 4K, 120 hertz or whatever, you're going to struggle buying this new console and then realizing, yeah. you know, you've spent yeah. $500 on this, but now, you know, you still got a 1080p 60 FPS screen at 22 inches and, and it's just going to look no different than your old console. Mm -hmm. So what games are like really going to take advantage of that? And then are you prepared to continue investing basically? Cause it's going to be, it's not just one upgrade. It's multiple. You have to do multiple things at the same time. Yeah. And that brings the prices, you know, which we haven't even mentioned. We've not even talked about the prices yet. The well, different... they're very similar. That's that's the issue. Yeah, I think that um, we have to talk really about the the steps here because we've got the Xbox Series S. That's your lowest price one without some of the 4K stuff. Yeah, but uh, all digital, you know. But it is the cheapest one. It's three hundred dollars. Is that two ninety nine? Uh, yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah, I, be I believe so. Yeah. Then three ninety nine. You've got the all digital PlayStation Five. And uh, there's been a bit of a discussion about, you know, the value of going digital or the not value of going digital because you're entering into a digital ecosystem where there's no pre-owns or anything like that. No pre-owns. There's no wiggle room in terms of pricing. If you go, if you go and buy a digital version of the PlayStation 5 for $3.99, then you are going to be at the, at the hands of Sony's store where they're just going to be like, yes, we want you to pay 60, 70 quid, $70 for this. And you cannot mm -hmm. say no, because you want that game and you haven't got a hard, uh, a disc drive to tell us otherwise. So yeah. there is that boat on both the Xbox series S as well. I'm not just saying about PlayStation, but I'm saying it is, as a value thing. I do believe that if you're going digital, the PlayStation five is still the way to go because the digital version of the PlayStation 5 is still as powerful as the uh, the the other version of the PlayStation 5 with the, uh -huh. with the Blu-ray drive in there. And there's no right. difference in terms of hardware other than the Blu-ray drive. So it is yeah. still, it fits the sweet spot between the Xboxes nicely while giving you all of the features. But you do have to be uh -huh. aware that if that's the way you're going, you are going to be at the hands and the mercy of the store's that they're tying you into, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so let's, let's, let's start to wrap things up. Let's start to conclude things to our Ted talk. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we can come to some sort of conclusion here in our show, our showdown, because I think, right, I think got, that the, I've got a conclusion for you. Go on. Okay. Go it's going to be the best one. Okay. Don't get say a damn it. PC. No, it's you better. can't say that. There we go. There we go. You there can't there say go. that. Get it. Get it. Don't, not everybody wants a PC. <laughs> you can't say that. Buy a switch. Okay. There you go. No, no, don't buy a Switch. <laughs> Wait for the 4K You can't Switch. say that. You can't say that. <laughs> um, but I, in serious talk, in serious talk, go on. I really think that, I know that we've kind of made this a showdown thing, 
But the answer is way more complicated than just being able to pick one. I think that it, yes. it really is down to what you consider valuable in terms of your your setup, what you believe hardware-wise is coming, what games you're interested in playing in terms of any uh-huh. of the very small handful of exclusives is, is what I think we've come to the conclusion of, is that the exclusives are so far and few between that it's almost not even worth worrying about. Your, your yeah. biggest worry is going to be, how much money do I want to spend? Do I want a this drive or not? I also think it's worth taking note of what is coming out as well. Mm-hmm. and keeping an eye on them and maybe hold off your purchase until later down the line when the game that you want comes out otherwise you're just going to have it sitting there gathering dust and I, I don't think this kind of showdown is going to be determined today I think you know maybe maybe you know, a couple of months maybe we might revisit this topic and no, kind of you know what Lawrence no? I want your answer what? now uh, if we're talking <sighs> today if you were getting if you're based on this who is winning right now at this moment in time is it PlayStation or is it Xbox it's PC no, is it is it PlayStation <laughs> or is it Xbox? Uh, um, in terms, you're allowed to have your own opinion, Lawrence. I don't in have to I, agree I, with I, you. I know. Uh, I d- there isn't a winner. There is no winner. The two, to me, they're too similar. They're too like they've got they've got something to counterpoint against the other, so that it balances itself out. I, I don't think there is a winner to the showdown. Which one are you the most interested in? PlayStation for the controller. That's your answer. There you go. That's my, oh, okay. That's your oh. answer. I've been tricked. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I've yeah. been tricked. Mm-hmm. I am also going to say the PlayStation. And my reason is, is because a lot of the Xbox exclusive titles are going to be also on PC. Yeah. And so for yeah. me personally, as somebody who who has, you know, I have the latest, you know, Nintendo, I have the Switch, you know, I have a PC that I try to keep as up to date as I kind of need it to be, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'm going to buy a next gen console, I'm not going to buy an Xbox if I can get those games on the Game Pass for Windows, you know, or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. that, that that's something that I yeah. have to also consider. Like, the service is almost so good, it's putting me off buying the console. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think when I first saw the Xbox like show off, I was like, I do not have a reason to buy this console yeah. because you're putting everything on PC. Mm-hmm. But if you did, which is a good thing, but also detriment to them. But and I think Xbox is kind of taking that position where they're going away from like, okay, we need to put everything on our console, and more of we need to include everyone on this because we are Microsoft, we have PC as well. If we yeah. include them, that brings us a lot more money, and it has and you know will do. Yeah, and I think that you know if you aren't somebody that has a PC. And you do like the variety of games uh, available, then I do think Xbox is still a better a better play. You have to bear in mind that our perspectives are from the perspectives of people who we have, you know, PCs to play games on that we invest in. Yeah. We have, you yeah. know, cro- we 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 do spend our money as gaming enthusiasts on, you know, dabbling in a bit of everything. So we don't necessarily yeah. need to get the Xbox stuff because the Game Pass service is almost what they're selling. They're not selling the hardware. They're selling a service which for yeah. PC players is also a very good service. And so I would rather have the PlayStation uh, side of, of the next-gen consoles and, and get that experience and still get the experience of the power of a next-gen console while also getting uh, the games and exclusives from the Xbox and then having a little bit of both. So... so- Putting a question forward, yeah. if they are selling the Game Pass 
like as a main thing for the Xbox, would you count PC part of the Xbox line? Well, this is another interesting thing because you can also sign up. I think you'll be able to get a subscription for the Xbox that gives you your Xbox Live. It gives you the Game Pass with the EA Play. And you're also mm-hmm. paying for the console as part of the subscription. That is that well, is the edge that Microsoft has gone for. Well, ah, ah, it's, well. It is a very different, non-traditional uh, approach compared to PlayStation. PlayStation have well, made it very is- simple. They changed the number on the, on, the, on the end of PlayStation. They've made a box. You can buy the box. The thing is... PlayStation or Sony have uh, they've released this thing called PlayStation Now, which allows you to stream PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, and probably and hopefully PlayStation Five games on the PlayStation or the PC. So Sony have also made that kind of divot into the market. Do you know what Game Boy titles are part of that service? They they change the list every month. Let me just double check it now. Um, ironically, PlayStation Now. Uh-huh. Uh, but can you play these games on a PC with an Xbox controller? Yes. <laughs> That's the funny part. So so currently, Days Gone, which is a PlayStation exclusive, can be played on PlayStation now. Yeah. Um Hitman 2, Dishonored 2. Yeah. There's just a lot there's a lot of games and they change it every single month. Yeah. So Interesting. just like plays just like game um Games Pass. So it's the th- only difference is Game Pass is you install it to your hard drive. PlayStation Now is a streaming service, so you need good internet. Yeah, so that's the other caveat, isn't it? Is that it's it's yeah. and game streaming right now is just not. I mean, look at the Stadia, like that is. Oh, ooh, that ooh, just proves ooh. the market is not there for it. That's the only. That's the only thing we don't cover on this on this podcast. Is, is Stadia. Stadia yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, I don't think that game streaming is there right now. I would still consider that separate from what we've yes. been discussing, really. But you I, know what I want to know? What's that? I want to know what our viewers think of this situation. I do. Which too. one are they going for? Yeah, so we would like to know whether you guys are in the uh, in the Xbox camp, the PlayStation camp. We really just want to get to know anybody listening uh, in the Nintendo camp, even. And we want to know the PC camp, PC camp. We want to know what you think of the show and today's show. So you can do so. Uh, first of all, you can do it by email if you want. You can email us at getrealpoduk at gmail dot com and make sure in the uh, subject you say it's for get real gaming and uh if you want to hit us up on socials you can do it on instagram at get real pod twitter get real pod facebook get real pod we will be there you can message us anytime or at us at any time and let us know just let us know what you think of this episode as well because obviously it's our first episode all the links will be down in the uh in the description as well so make sure to yeah check those out they'll be in the descriptions and if you did enjoy the episode today make sure you follow the podcast so you can hear our next episode next week and leave us a, a review if you do so as well. And we'll mm-hmm. we'll read it out on the podcast if it's a good one. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll have a whole new segment of just review. Just the review segment. So that's it. That's the end of our our first episode of Get Real Gaming. We hope that uh, we covered enough and we covered a lot of stuff that you're interested in. Uh, uh-huh. Some news, some rambling. You get to know us a little bit. And uh, we'll be back next week, won't we, Lawrence? We, well, I hope so, unless I'm fired. Yeah, and unless... Then, then I won't be back next week. <laughs> If Sam and Chris cancel us, yeah. we'll, if, we get canceled, uh, if we get cancelled, if we get cancelled, get on Twitter and yeah. be like, bring back the Get Real Gaming podcast. Absolutely. And don't forget, speaking of Sam and Chris, uh, to head over to the other podcast we do, Get Real, that's Sam and Chris's uh, Movies and TVs 
show podcast if you're into that stuff as mm-hmm. well. So thanks again, yeah, everyone. Yeah. And uh, Thank we'll you very much. chat to you next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye.